0: The interesting thing about nines when it comes to withdrawing is that unlike fours and fives, nines don't have to physically withdraw. They can just mentally withdraw, but they're still physically present. Again, going back to that nod and smile, they can still very much be in the room, in the conversation, looking at you, making eye contact, but they are mentally withdrawn and they're Mm -hmm. in their own little world, keeping the peace and trying to gain some sort of control about what's happening. i'm kim and i'm camille and this is enneagram for the culture where two dope black therapists discuss how therapy blackness and the enneagram come together
1: <laughs> hello we're so dope what did you say so we're so dope you're awesome thanks that's great we are. we are we are
0: and we're so dope that we're doing another mini episode <laughs> And I really like these because it like, we just get to talk information. So it's just kind of, there's less fluff and it's just like, here's the facts, but Mm -hmm. they're like facts that like, we're really excited about. Like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: we get like excited about this nerdy part of the Enneagram.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This one, I think we're going to do it.
0: Um, Yeah. So without any further ado, we're doing today, we're talking about the social stances or the other word for it, which both of us are not good at saying, um,
1: it feels good at it. I'm, I, I'm, i you got it. Go ahead, girl.
0: The Hornervian, Hornervian group. Um, we'll write it in the show notes so you can look it up because <laughs> <laughs> I might've still butchered that. Um, but the other way that it's called is the social stances and this concept of the Enneagram is what like sealed the deal for me. When I first started learning about the Enneagram, I was reading the little books, learning all about what sevens are and this whole personality typing system. But when I read this, I was like, okay, this is legit. Um, This is actually feels really on point and just felt like this is a really complex system if they're talking about this part of my personality um, that I don't think is as widely known or talked about. Yeah, for sure. Um, And so them, them hitting on this, I was like, oh, they're, they know what they're talking about. Um, and I distinctly remember where like reading about it. So the book that we ref, we're going to like use a lot of in this talk is the wisdom of the Enneagram. And it's the one by Rizzo, Rizzo and Hudson. Um, and it's kind of like, I mean, this was the first Enneagram book I bought. Um, you too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I was saying it's a go-to like it's definitely a, good a go-to staple book to have you're interested in the Enneagram like a solid introduction and thorough very um, thorough so yes, yeah, a go-to it's a go-to
0: so I remember having this book and I remember reading this section and I was like all right I'm in um and we're excited to talk to you about it
1: today Camille about works. this idea I excited Camille's excited you're not excited I'm excited you're you're more excited I mean, yeah. well, is that like, that's probably
0: on brand for a lot of <laughs> Like you're excited, but I'm more excited. Like that's,
1: there's some, we're things, probably going to get into that. Aren't we?
0: There's some things that you're, you are more excited about though. That's for sure. Yeah. But
1: yeah. maybe it's repressed. Maybe that maybe the excitement is there and it's, it's repressed. Maybe I feel like the feelings that this is kicking up is getting in the way. It's getting in the way. We got, business, we
0: got business
1: to do. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay. Get us started, Kim. Get us started. All right.
1: So um, so like Camille said, so social stances, um, think about um, for each type, um, this is how we get what we want or get our needs met. And um, the part that is kind of hard um, is this motivational aims piece. Um, so you're going to hear us talk about it throughout the episode, um, putting it into context for each type and the stance. But we wanted to just highlight, so I think we've said this before on the podcast, um, one of the cool things about the Enneagram is that there are actually multiple stances. And so like you've already said, Camille, oftentimes people don't talk about them. Um, So one that we've hit on um, is the instinctual. So that's when we refer to the gut triad, the heart triad, and the head triad. But there are other stances. Um, so the social one is another one, and then there are even more um, than this. But when it comes to those instinctual triads, for the gut triad, that motivational aim, and again, this is something that um, the wisdom of the Enneagram explains started in childhood. Um, so the the types in the gut triad wanted or want autonomy. The types in the heart triad, Wanted or, or want attention. And the types in the head triad um, want or wanted security. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do um, is just talk about uh, how this shows up for each, how each type can relate to others um, when it comes to this motivational aim to try to get to it, to try to get it met. Yes. Um, and we feel like it's important to talk about. We do, we do. So um
0: yes. So today is how we get that motivational aim. Um and why that's important to talk about is because we um one of my favorite things about why this is important is, is definitely relationships. Um, particularly like probably like your your intimate relationships, your romantic relationships, your one on one relationships. Because um, as you'll hear us breaking it down. There's different categories of numbers that get what they want differently, and they can almost be opposing. So, um, not to let the cat out of the bag, but there's folks that are withdrawers, aggressors, or asserters, or compliers. And so, if you are in a relationship and you're a withdrawer and you're in a relationship with someone who's in the assertive triad, we're obviously going to have right there, you can automatically see that there's going to be an interesting dynamic there. That doesn't mean that it doesn't work. That doesn't mean that you can't be with someone in a different triad. It's just something to be aware of that you guys are going to go after things in different ways, because this stance is talking about how you go after the thing. Um, And so it really shows up in relationships. It really shows up just you noticing just how you approach things, how you go after the things that you want Um, with this language. You're able to see that. Yeah, that's my tendency is to do it this way. and then. We love the Enneagram because it also highlights if this is the way that I do it, then what are the other ways I can do it? Or how can I be more well-rounded, basically? Um, and so I can notice where the ways that I'm not doing it and the ways that I can lean more heavily into that.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hmm awesome. Um, I like this because it is, I like to help people with finding their type um that's just kind of a fun process for me um and so I feel like this understanding and being able to look like use this lens it's just it can just add more information as far as like even your process of landing on your type or Mm -hmm. um perhaps why there are some things about other types that you like feel like you kind of connect with it or resonates with you is because you know maybe you're maybe you're both withdrawn types or maybe you're both um assertives yeah so um I like that and I find that it can be helpful for people like when they're finding their type or just understanding
0: yes that is always really fun when you are helping someone type and they like have their top three choices and then we finally figure out the (laughs) number the one that they are and then we can you can go backwards and be like this is why this one resonated with you and this is why this one resonated with you and one of the ways is this the social stance um and so that's always really neat hey so a part of our hope is to really connect with you guys so we want to know what you're getting from this and what you want to learn more about on this podcast
1: You can connect with Camille on Instagram at camille.logan.lcmhc. And you can find Kim
0: on Instagram at lcsw.
1: And you can follow us both on Instagram at Enneagram for the Culture. We've dropped the links in the show notes, so check those out too. And while you're there, go ahead and bless us with a rating and a review. Subscribe so you can be notified when our new episodes drop weekly and share this with someone you know. We'll see you around.
0: So I already mentioned them. So the the titles of them are we have the withdrawn type, the assertive types or stances, the withdrawn stance, the assertive stance, and then we have the compliant stance and we're going to break them all down the first one we're going to jump into is the withdrawn stance and those numbers are four five and nine
1: yeah and they withdraw to me (laughs) oh oh, oh, assertive over here Um, that
0: That wasn't my part
1: (laughs) i was just gonna let her have it um so so, yes so Types four five and nine are in the withdrawn stance. And so again, you're thinking about um, social stance. Think as it relates to people, um, they will withdraw from people to meet their needs. They'll move away from people um, to get their needs met and they can all have their own way of kind of, um, yeah, of zoning out. Um, the wisdom of the Enneagram talks about um, walking into a room, which I've, we talked about that with the subtypes too. Like it can be helpful um, to use that to, you know, really put yourself in the shoes of that type to try to understand. Um, and so withdrawn types will walk into a room and they can say, um, I'm, I'm different from everybody else that's here. I'm not like the, the other people that are here. I don't fit in. I'm not a part of what's going on. Um, these types can also be um, repressed in their body um so they'll rely more heavily on other centers um but not not so much when it comes to their body um it's more of a situation where it feels like they're they're like pushing it pushing their center down
0: so the fours so in each stance each number withdraws in a different way or again to get a different need met so even though they all withdraw they're going to be doing it for a different reason so for fours they're going to withdraw so that they can get attention and they can meet the needs, their own need of feeling unique. Um, And so they will withdraw to feel and appear mysterious. And doing that reinforces that sense of self that's really important to the four structure. Mm -hmm. And when fours withdraw, they have a tendency to really withdraw into this fantasy world. Again, fours are really into that romanticism and these fantasy places. And so they can kind of create these, um, kind of magical and, and unique sort of fantasy worlds in their head. Um, and that's what they'll withdraw to. Fives, our investigator, they're going to withdraw into their heads, into their heads to meet the needs of being prepared and safe and feeling secure. So they go into a world where they like to tinker with their thoughts. Um, and they want to be on the observer. They want to be the observer on the outside of the room. Um, that's how they withdraw. And then nines are going to withdraw because they're trying to get autonomy or control. And so you'll see this with nines where they sort of will just nod and smile um, in a conversation and they'll tune out um, to create a sense of peace within themselves or within the group. The interesting things about thing about nines when it comes to withdrawing is that unlike fours and fives, nines don't have to physically withdraw. They can just mentally withdraw but they're still physically present. Again, going back to that nod and smile, they can still very much be in the room, in the conversation, looking at you, making eye contact, but they are mentally withdrawn. And they're mm-hmm. in their own little world keeping the peace and trying to gain some sort of control about what's happening.
1: Yeah, versus like fours and five. So a four, like we said, may be in the room but is going to be like off in the corner
0: mm-hmm. possibly
1: like or will leave. Yes. Um and the same with the five, like they may um, be there, but they're not physically necessarily going to be as engaging or um, they may not show up at all. They may stay at home.
0: Right. Right. Again, to get for fives, to get control, to get security, for fours, to get that uniqueness, and then for nines for that that control piece. Yep. Um, the part about the f- nines being able to do that mentally and not physically actually also highlights that nines are in the body triad, um, and they are body repressed because they're withdrawers. And that means that their body actually has, is a very wise and strong center of intelligence for them, but they're going to push that down. They're going to repress that. Um, and this highlights that nines, sixes, and threes all sit in this really interesting part where they kind of have this dual relationship or this paradox with their center of intelligence and the area that they're repressed in so mm-hmm. it's both things are happening mm-hmm. um at the same time when it comes to their relationship with that center
1: yeah yeah it's like a strong connection but also at times for me like it's a sometimes it's a like not being able to trust it or not wanting to trust it um yeah and and so like as a three that trust meaning trusting that you can make room for it and Mm. um still you know get stuff done you know Mm. um or that it may even help in some way Mm. (laughs) um and how you get stuff done um I've learned that it's so, it feels so much better to be able to like show up and do stuff with my heart, yeah. um, in my heart in it. Um, yeah. when, you know, once upon a time that felt that didn't feel, that didn't feel okay. didn't feel like I could trust that sometimes in some of the spaces, like we were working in, you know, going back to a sense of safety, it didn't feel safe to do that. Yeah. But for me, that's kind of, that's what it feels like. It's You know, you, you know, it's there and it is, it's a strong connection to that, um, emotion or for nines, your body or for sixes, your, your, your mind. Um, but at times like rejecting it or not being able to, to lean into it or trust it.
0: Yeah. That's really fascinating and interesting. Um, and so nines, I hope that that resonates with you of like, there it's, it is a strong sense, but I also sometimes can't trust it. Um, okay. So that's the withdrawn stance. The second one that we'll jump into is the assertive stance. And Kim already started talking about this. So she's talking about the threes. So the assertive stance is three, seven, and eight. Um, and um, three, sevens, and eights, the way that they sort of walk into a room, it's more about um, kind of like a look at me um, look at me, um, what I can do, um, what I can bring to the to the party, what I can control. Um, so it's, it's a very, um, assertive stance, obviously that's what it's called. Um, and so they assert themselves to move forward or assert themselves to get what they want. Um, so the assertive stance also demands, um, or asserts their motivational needs, um, really just this idea of going after what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, three sevens and eights are heart repressed or emotion repressed. And so this idea that the feelings are gonna get in the way of the thing that I want um, or the feelings are gonna get in the way of me moving forward.
1: Yeah, so for threes, threes will assert to get attention. So again, the types in the heart triad, their motivational aim, going back to childhood, what they really needed and wanted and how it can show up even as adults, Um, the types in the heart triad is attention. So threes will assert to get attention um they'll assert themselves to get others to like them or see them and if they don't feel like they are being liked or seen this goes back to how threes can shape shift they can change um they can be a chameleon and alter themselves so that they can show up in a way that feels more reflective of what's necessary in order for them to be um, to get that validation. So it's just a way of it's just a way of asserting themselves, um, shifting, shape shifting like that. Um, like Camille already mentioned, um, emotion is repressed in um, for all of these types in the assertive triad. Um, but for threes, again, going back to what I was saying, it's kind of like um, the emotions, we can tell ourselves the feelings get in the way. I remember one of the trainings we did where they were talking about somatically, um mm-hmm. how the different types can present and they were saying with threes how threes can tend to stand um, um very like upright with their chest out almost mm-hmm. as if they're trying to push the feelings that feeling sensation away yes. um, sevens they demand security so types in the head triad um the motivational aim is security and so um, sevens demand security in the form of positive feelings. So they'll assert themselves or change a situation in order for them to feel um, those positive feelings. Um, again, there's a repression of what can feel bad or sad or not good. And then eights, um, types in the gut triad, the motivational aim is autonomy or control. And so eights will demand autonomy um or control in situations um and as we've already kind of touched on with ACE they can funnel all of their emotions into um anger very you know comfortably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's in order it's to kind of help fuel them um to being able to, like go into action to have to have control in situations mm. yeah compliance next and that's type one two, and six. And so these types, they will show up and try to um, be compliant. They'll try to be in service to others in order to get their, their needs met. Um, they are compliant to their superego or what they feel should be done um, to comply with others or to the rules to get what they need. They feel they need to earn what they want. Um, And in this uh, social stance, um, the head is repressed or so thought is repressed and they're more in touch with um, body or feelings.
0: Yeah. So what this looks like for ones in particular is they feel like they need to earn their autonomy or earn their control. Um, So they feel like they have to be perfect or do everything right in quotation marks so that other people will not interfere or that they will be in control of the situation. So I have to do something. I have to earn my way of control. Um, Then twos is they feel like they have to earn or comply to get the attention that they're seeking or the love that they're seeking. And so the thought here is if I serve others, I will earn love and attention from other people. Again, I have to do something to be able to get what I want with my, to get, to earn the love and attention. And then sixes are trying to earn security um, and that sense of safety. And so sixes again, gets into the interesting paradox one, because six is in the head triad. And Mm -hmm. so a double thing is happening, just like the threes and the nines, where they have a very strong connection to their mind and to their thoughts. But there's also a pulling of trying to see what everybody else is thinking. And Mm -hmm. to consult with everybody else, again, because they're in that complying and earning stance and not trusting trusting their head and trying to trust other people. So both things are happening there. And it gets it does get there's a there's a paradox happening. Um, So earning security by trying to do something to get it in a way that's like looking to other people, Mm -hmm. um, looking outside of
1: themselves hey y'all it's Kim again I know I know I'm getting I'm, I'm, I'm been real chatty um but <laughs> I won't be before you long this is gonna be really quick I just had to say you know I know we've said uh before that we have some incredible listeners and we do y'all are incredible listeners our our audience has grown we are deep now we have people even listening internationally. Um, we literally have people who are listening from all over the world. Um, but y'all are also great listeners because you know what, y'all follow instructions. You do, I came to you a few episodes ago and I asked you to check out what's going on over at Emmy, and you have, you've been subscribing, you're telling your girls. And so I just, I appreciate that y'all are incredible listeners. Um, you know, we're headed into the latter part of this year and it's, it's on my heart to get started right away. So I want to extend an invitation to a very, a small group of women um, for a very specific purpose, uh, for a fraction of the cost, to celebrate the launch of um, the courses and coaching that's gonna be coming out of the Melanated Enneagram and to get us ready for what is to come in the new year. So if you're a black woman and you have a purpose in your heart, um but you are or have been struggling with motivation right and that can look like disappointment fear maybe you tired sis um or maybe you find yourself wanting to get back to a certain time or energy or version of yourself in order for you to move forward if this sounds like you i want to work with you now um this is a time limited thing I'm only offering a few slots. This is one-on-one time with me for two 60-minute sessions, like I said, with very specific outcomes that we're gonna tackle here. And it's gonna be for half the price of my one-on-one coaching services. If this is something you're interested in, two things. I want you to subscribe if you haven't already. And then I want you to hit me up. Shoot me a DM on the Melanated Enneagram or shoot me a text, I'm gonna put that information in the show notes let's go so those are all the stances they are, are kind of
0: complicated once you kind of break them down but they're
1: also <laughs> pretty- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they are also really cool <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, they are. Um, both. They are both. I would definitely say for me, so for <laughs> Camille, y'all should definitely like go and read this part in The Wisdom of the Enneagram. It's <laughs> the way they um frame um these 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 motive these motivations. Um, it is like Camille said she read it and she was like, Yep, this is this is legit. And I read it, and I was like, Jeez. Okay. <sighs> And really had to, you know, as with other parts of my Enneagram journey, um, take it and like pay attention um, and and really try to be open to paying attention. And in doing that, it really it's it is really, really helpful. Um, Like, again, I'll just speak like personally being able to recognize in some moments where it can be helpful to just chill out like (laughs) to not to not you know to not feel like i have to just go so hard um and really realize you know what that feels like what that urge feels like in my body and um to recognize that you know what i really need in that moment is to just like take care of myself so how it can be helpful to kind of withdraw a little bit or um you know, maybe it's an opportunity for me to come alongside someone more Mm -hmm, versus mm -hmm. being so focused on like outcomes and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, results and accomplishing, um, goals. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it, it can be really, really helpful if you're able to take it and pay attention.
0: Yes. Um, so yeah, being able to pay attention, but I think, I think also for me, like, why I liked it that yeah it it this was one of the parts of the Enneagram that I felt like read at like I felt like it wasn't it wasn't fun to read that and it felt like Ooh, why are you like putting my business out there like that but it felt accurate and to me when a personality test can talk about the negative as well as the positive oh yeah that 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 gives me a sense of validity to it um because you know, it's sure. Seven sound all fun and dandy, right? Like we sound like we're dolphins in the water, like, you know, having a grand old time doing tricks at SeaWorld. And it's not until you read this part that it's like, no, 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 they're going to go get what they want and they're going to go forward and they're going to assert themselves and they're going to deny all the negative feelings. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's accurate. Um, (laughs) Like That's actually saying something to me. Um, And so that's where I feel like it does shine a light on A way that we act and a way that we do something um, that again, not everyone may know um, Mm -hmm. what the motivator is about it. Um, and for me as well, like you said, it's been a place of growth for you. It has for me too, just to notice how how my default and how my like intrinsic like initial reaction is to like move forward and to fix and to like make it the way I need it to be. Um, and then you read about oh my gosh, there's a whole nother group of people that withdraw to get what they need. Or there's a whole nother group of people that look to other people and like read the room to see like, okay, how do I like get what I need this way? Um, And so there's beauty in all the different ways and all the different stances. And so when I have language to show me that there's other ways to do something, it just helps me to see the wisdom in -hmm. that way. And then I can say, okay, maybe I don't need to always assert and move forward and drive um, or it just gives me language of to like, yeah. oh, that's that thing that I'm doing again. Um, so it can just help you lean into another way of being.
1: True. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I, I agree. The language in itself, we've touched on that before, but just the the language in itself can end up being really helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we hope this was helpful. And just again, another like tidbit on another way that the Enneagram can be used another way that it can show up for you um another way that it can be a growth place for you um we think it's pretty neat we hope you had fun (laughs) (laughs) yes we do hope that
1: all right well regardless we'll see you on the next episode
0: (laughs) we'll see you on the next episode (laughs)